Hi, I'm Will. And I'm the shop. And we're two friends who love music. And this is Pop versus Punk. Each episode, we'll throw two albums into the pit together and have them battle out across a bunch of different categories. We'll go back and forth to decide which album has the best song, video, deep cut, and cover art, plus a bunch of other categories. We'll also dive into the backstory behind each album and talk about how they've shaped pop culture. At the end of each episode, we'll crown a winner to determine which one of us has the superior music taste. Obviously, me. But first, let's hear from your band, Ocean Glass. All righty. Howdy, howdy. Welcome We're back. To Pop First Punk. This is episode quattro, I believe. Okay, episode number four. It is a beautiful Monday in mid-September. Shaking things up a little bit, recording during the week. Um, oh, yeah. You and I have both been busy. You are you are at that time in your life where everyone you know is getting married. Yes, and back to back to back. You're getting slammed with weddings. And it's <laughs> worse for you. It's worse for you because you have the COVID, you have the COVID delay. So you yeah. have like a whole year of weddings that didn't happen. Yes. And then probably like I would say of the COVID weddings that were planned, like 90% of those weddings were rescheduled. Like 10% were just like, you know, no, well, it's just it can, <laughs> yes. it signed. Well, it was like I think it was, you know, it's eight percent of them. Five got rescheduled, and five were just like, you know what? Maybe we should just not. We should split up. You know, yeah, like five like from the same. I, I, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm glad yeah. this happened because yeah. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm <laughs> really sick of you after after that year. Um, we have a we've got a cool episode on that. I'm excited. Today. Uh, super excited. Um, so when we finished the last episode, initially we were going to go with. Um, I think we were we were saying new album. It had to have come out this year, and so mm -hmm. it was entirely like a new album from this year. Yeah. So we added a little wrinkle to that. Mm -hmm. It's actually it's actually a big wrinkle. So <laughs> the album the album is it has to be uh, non English speaking. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a non English speaking album that came out this year. That really narrows the bucket down. Um, oh yeah. Like as for for two guys who live in America, just in terms of finding. Uh, what you're going to be listening to. So mm -hmm. I texted you this this week. Um, I feel like on paper, what we've got here is like a one versus 16 seed in March Madness. <laughs> um, like on paper, this just looks like it's going to be just a massive blowout. Um, <laughs> but I think as the listeners are going to fire, they're going to be surprised. They're going to be yeah. surprised. Because this this 16... He, this 16 seed can play. Um, oh yeah, it's the first absolutely. time being in the tournament, so no one really knows what's going down. Yeah, but it's no going knows. down hard. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's going, it's going down, it's going down fast, but mm. it's going down hard and and just as pleasant as can be, as smooth as oh, can yeah. be, really. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. So why don't you, since you won uh, our last week when we did uh, Liz Ferber's Blink One Eighty Two, and were responsible for coming up with this week's theme. Why don't you talk to me a little bit about the album you picked? Yeah, well, the second wrinkle, which is also 
more than just a wrinkle is that I went pop and you went punk this time too. That's so right. We switched, we switched it up true. here. Yeah. So listeners out there, I know you're a little shocked right now, but you know, <laughs> you, your boy knows some pop and Will definitely knows the punk. So uh, the album for this week uh, is the good old Un Grano Sin Ti by international superstar at this point now, Bad Bunny. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't heard of the album, you've heard the name. If you haven't heard the name, I don't even know how you found this podcast because <laughs> I mean, because you're not listening to anything. You're doing man. something. The algorithm has no idea what to do with you. You're okay. doing something like, wrong. <laughs> but uh, let's go with a little history of Bad Bunny. So Bad Bunny, uh, known as well as Benito Antonio Martinez Ocasio, is a Puerto Rican rapper and singer. Um, can be defined by many things. I mean, you know, we're calling this pop, but really it's reggaeton. Um, and I mean, I'm not, you know, very versed in the genre as a whole, but I would say at this point it's probably, you know, one of the one of the royals of the genre. Um, I mean, I think it'd be pretty easy to say. I mean, if you need to know Bad Bunny's reach, if you don't already, he was the most streamed artist in the world last year, and then did it again, or in 2020, and did it again last year. The only person to have done that tears in a row and the first non-english language act to do that as well so i mean he's putting the spanish language on the map he's putting john on the map he's putting puerto rico on the globe at a large scale um he is older than me barely we're at the same age so it makes me feel really good about my accomplishments as a musician as well good. in my career um infinitely more handsome this, i mean this guy's hot look him up he's good looking dude um he's his his Big uh, U.S. breakthrough was probably in 2018. He was featured on both Cardi B's I Like It, uh, which uh, featured Jay Balvin. And also he had the song with Drake, Mia, which I think that's how I find him, actually. And uh, it's been a knockout ever since then. Um, this album came out this year. Uh, and in previewing the album, uh, you know, he's this the the spans of which bad bunny operates in are amazing and the fact that there are even songs on like his his album uh his preceding album um what was it called el ultimo tour del mundo there's a song that sounds pop punk and rock on that album too so he plays with a lot of genres but this album he said that is going to be an album for the summer a playlist for the beach and it delivers in that sense for sure i mean you know it's september here now which is, means that the summer is slowly fading. The last warm day, I, I'm I'm betting right now the last warm day of the summer is going to be tomorrow, and then we're hitting 70s and 60s after that. So this is a nice farewell to an album that really was the soundtrack for the summer. Honestly, we'll still probably the soundtrack through the fall because I mean this, this thing bangs. Um, it's not so, going anywhere. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Um, so so for those that don't speak Spanish, and I'm going to mess up a lot of pronunciations, and I'm sure at some point Mario's going to pop in and be like, "You're saying that wrong." Um, which is a, a, a deserved correction. Un verano sin just stands for a summer without you. So we have the stage set already of what this is going to be. This is going to be, it's going to be desire. It's going to be heartbreak. There's going to be some hip shaking. There's of course going to be a lot of sexually charged energy as you will get with Bad Bunny. I mean, you know, when I first listened to the album, I listened to it just to Spanish only. And then I was like, okay, let me listen to the, let me like read the translation along with it. And I was like, my goodness, I have been singing some dirty words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, this is going to be a common, th common theme for today. I have listened to both of these albums now many times. Yeah. And I understand, like, I understand 0% of the album that I'm going to be talking about. And mm -hmm. I understand probably like a good five to 
of um, Bad Bunny's album. So, uh, but I enjoy both. I, I, so we've done, this is our fourth episode, like we said. Mm-hmm. We've done kind of like a whole eclectic blend here. We've done some like really old school pop punk. We've done like uh, punk pop. We've done like, We've done Sophie, we've done like some EDM, some Rave, we've done mm-hmm. Vanessa Carlton. Like we've we've kind of gone all over the board. And we've no I feel song like all the <laughs> we've picked have been good. Mm-hmm. These two, I think, are my favorite of yeah. all the albums we've talked about. I think I like these two albums the best out of all of them. And that's saying something. That um, is. So for my album from this week, so I I got we've we decided that. From now on, whoever wins this podcast gets to pick which genre they're going to be in. Mm-hmm. We're going to be we're going to be crossing over um, genres as well. And so I got the pop end, uh, the punk end of the stick this time around. So um, I listened to, I just I went to Bandcamp, I went hunting around trying to find just like a non English speaking mm-hmm. album that came out this year because I'm I'm a guy who read like reads a lot of music journalism non-english speaking albums like don't get that much coverage like if at all mm-hmm. and, and we'll talk about this a little later but it just it just speaks volumes to like what bad bunny has accomplished this year um but i was just looking around i was trying to find some other artists um i found this one japanese punk band that has a song called war turtle i cannot pronounce their name but the song is called war turtle and that song fucking rips and i <laughs> thought about just doing like an hour and 30 minutes on how awesome war turtle is but <laughs> that's not what i decided to do um, the there were a couple of other ones that i came up with um there was this like french no wave band that his name i cannot remember now um mm-hmm. then i went and settled on and I really said a lot, but the one that just it caught my ear is Geosho. And this album is mm-hmm. called like, Promise to Be Happy. Oh. Um, it's a great title. Um, so interesting thing, interesting thing about um, the Geosho album, all the lyrics in the Geosho album in Japanese, titles of the song as well as the album title are in English. Um, mm-hmm. I think you can I think that that was like they translated that for yeah there's like a version that's all japanese as well mm-hmm. um before i get into a little history of geosho who come from um japan we're gonna go to a, we're gonna go on the other side of the globe for a second here to a small little town called champagne illinois let's go baby <laughs> so if you if you if you're listening to this podcast and you heard me say that the album I'm talking about this week is Geo Show, uh, let's promise to be happy. And you said, "Will you motherfucker? That is not a punk album. You mm-hmm. are trying to get away with something here. <laughs> Maybe right. However, let me make my case for you here. So, um, let's let's fall back a little bit here and go to like the mid 1990s. So this is what's called the second wave emo." Um, and it really comes, it really starts in Champaign, Illinois with American football. Oh yes, so it does. American, American football. Um, you get lots of like appreciated cycling guitar riffs, chugging bass lines, like com- just completely untrained singing and, uh, <laughs> odd time signatures. It's like pretty melodic. It's more like, it's 
definitely more melodic and definitely the weird proggier than like most punk music is. Um, but it still has its roots in punk. Like that is where it's coming from. Like the Get Up Kids, Promise Ring, Sunny Day Real Estate. Like these are the kind of bands that are launching this like second wave emo trend. And this kind of stuff, um, you can still hear it. Like it has some roots. Um, like it's kind of like moving away from like hardcore punk and going into more like math and indie rock and kind of combining those two together. You can still like, there's a lot of bands in the US that do this now. I think like the two maybe the most prominent one, like the most prominent one to me might be the world's beautiful place and no longer afraid to die. Like that's yeah. a big one. They're a big, like continuing mm -hmm. emo wave, like in the same vein as American football, there are bands like uh, home is where that are more kind of like on the hardcore side of things. Mm -hmm. And now like you go all the way on the other side uh, of the globe here to Kyoto, Japan. And that's where Geosho is. And Geosho, when I heard Geosho, First thing it made me think of was American football. Yeah. Um, it was the first thing I thought of. I said, this sounds like American football. And that's why I liked it. And quick little side note. I think I, I think one of the first times that you and I ever hung out was in, a, it was at a, a guy in our uh, creative writing program's apartment that was, had to have been 125 degrees in <laughs> the middle of summer in Norfolk. And we listened to uh, American football. Um, first album, first LP, oh, classic, yeah. absolute yeah. classic. And that's when I knew I was going to like you. Um, <laughs> you also like that album. So um, Geo Show, are, they're from Kyoto. They are a six-piece band. Um, they're founded by their guitarist, whose name is Daijiro Nakagawa. Um, and Najiro was in another band before this, similar kind of like math rock mid, uh, Midwest emo band called Uchu Konbini. Mm -hmm. And um, they broke up because they just weren't on the same page musically, apparently. <laughs> um, and so um, Najiro started Geosho, and Geosho was just them for a little bit. Um, and then, like, they slowly added on members. And whatever problems there were in Uchu Konbini, like, mm -hmm. in terms of not being, uh, like, synced up musically, that does not mm -hmm. exist in Geo Show. Um, <laughs> just, it, you can hear it. that They don't have that problem at all. These, mm -hmm. these folks are on the same page as each other. Um, and I feel like that is kind of, like, a big theme of this album is, like, symmetry um and like completing a circle um so the band is you've got haichi on the flute you've got nikoto nikato uh vocals and keyboard cindy on the bass and Hatch on drums um this is Giocho's fourth album we've also got two eps mm -hmm. uh, the other albums are a little proggier and maybe a little heavier um then let's promise to be happy they're also a lot longer and uh we'll, we'll get into that i'm sure um let's promise to be happy it's a zippy album i think mm -hmm. it's like 24 minutes long um yeah but it, it's it's a full album like it's mm -hmm. a completed thought yeah um, and that that's one of the things that i really love about it and uh this came out on top shelf records um and top shelf records is a pretty awesome label they've got oh yeah world is not is a beautiful place is on there um there mm -hmm. also are some midwest emo bands like empire empire i was the loneliest state which is like a favorite so of mine yeah. um 
So big fans of that. And uh, in terms of like Josho, it seems like they're getting like a, they're becoming like a little bit more popular here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. um, another band that is similar to them who I've seen like getting some press places is called Elephant Gym. Yeah, um, they come off the, like once you finish the album, the radio puts you on one of their songs immediately. Yeah, like and it's similar kind of style, like the kind of like math rock, complex time signature kind of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So with this with this Josho album. Um, and, and I will say like, when we do these podcasts, I try and read, um, some, some interviews, things I can find about the albums. It was hard mm -hmm. to find some stuff on Geo show. Um, th that probably has to do with the fact that I don't know how to type in Japanese characters into my, <laughs> um, so, but I did find, uh, one interview that they did. Um, so, um, and it was with Daijiro and so Daijiro said that this, uh, let's promise to be happy is their goal when they came out to make it was to make the most direct straightforward Joshua album that they could and they set out to answer like a couple of big big questions in a short period of time so first question is do you want to be happy and the second question is how can i take care of myself and then the last question is how do i mix the world around myself starting from the macro part of my own transmission with the interior world that's inside each of us. Mm. And um, I feel like that is like really beautifully represented by the cover of this album. Mm. Um, it's kind of like, it looks like it, it, it looks like a computerized image to me. Mm. Um, that's like different, like colored layers kind of like folding in on each other. It, and it gives you this real like insular feeling to the album. Mm -hmm. um we're we'll like maybe 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 this is a good place to start because i feel like if i just put these albums just side by side and i'm just like what's the first thing that sticks out to me mm -hmm. um it's it's probably the length mm -hmm. um so Joshua album super short it's seven like, tracks you know barely half an hour it's seven tracks it's barely half an hour and two of those tracks um are you got an interlude and outlude and they're yeah. like 30 seconds long yeah. um bad bunny is just goes to the opposite approach it, it's a tw like, 23 track slog fest but i say slog fest in that compared to seven tracks but it yes goes it's fast it's like an hour and a half um this and this like this but bad bunny's getting a lot of props on this podcast here's something he needs like <laughs> If anything, we're we're in this trend now with music where like because of how streaming works, mm -hmm. artists are rewarded for putting out like these kind of albums, these like mm -hmm. playlist kind of albums that are mm -hmm. hour plus easy. And you're just kind of like cranking out songs and hoping that a couple of them hit. And the rest of them mm -hmm. don't have to be good. Um someone who we're gonna mention on this podcast a couple of times, uh Drake, mm -hmm. is like the inventor of the strategy along with Migos. Yes. Um, and yeah. Coincidentally, Drake hasn't made a good album since he started doing this. That's um, true. Bad Bunny I, fucking nailed this. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, there's not many skips on this album. There's no filler. There's no filler <laughs> on it. Like, he, yeah. he managed, it's a long album. It's an hour and a half. But mm -hmm. he, like, all these songs deserve to be on here. Mm hmm. Um, I don't feel like he's at any point in time mailing this shit in. 
I um, agree. And I, I think that too, that like, if you look at the other albums he's done, the shortest album he's done was his collab with J Balvin, and that was eight tracks as well. And that came in roughly around 30 minutes as well. But it's other albums, the other shortest album he has is 15 tracks. And that was, I think, his debut. So, I mean, like, he, he's putting out content not for the sake of just, I think, giving you streaming buffers but he's putting out songs he gives a shit about which i respect yeah. like you know because like, he's saying like he could he could do 40 piece he could do whatever he's like look i'm it's like the the amount of content he puts out at the speed he puts out at the quality he puts out is impressive to me um i mean because ultimately this, is, this is coming is, out this is coming out like pretty soon on the heels of his 2020 um, release yeah his which like was a popular album and then before i think he had another album the year before um, you so know, he, he had two albums in the same year. That's how crazy yeah. he is. So he's, like, yeah, he's, he's cranking it out. And honestly, I bet you he's got stuff ready. Oh yeah. Um, but this album, like Unverano Sinti is, it's, it's the biggest album of the year. Um, and we'll yes. talk more about it, but like it's hands down, mm -hmm. it's hands down the biggest album of the year. Even Beyonce could not slow the momentum. She, of she couldn't, she, could, she and, couldn't, and do it. She, she's a queen, but she couldn't do it. Yeah, and she put out, and it's like a, she put out a great album. Could not slow this thing down. It's, yeah, it's been sitting atop the Billboard Hot 100, both he's, the Billboard Top 200 and the Hot 100 for a minute now. He's eating wow. them alive. It's crazy. And I feel like both of these albums are like, like, and Bad Bunny's being a little longer. I think that there's more moods that he's taking through you through, but yeah. they're they're both taking you on a journey. Like yes. both of these, like the name of this episode is, is Pop for Spunksy's World. Like. Bad Bunny and Giosho are are showing you and taking you on a tour of something. Mm -hmm. um, talk to me about where that journey starts on Unverano Sinti because it starts with like the first single from the album. Yeah, yeah. So the first thing from the album is uh, <clears throat> Moscow Mule, and like when like the, I remember the day the album dropped. Mar was just like, oh my God, the album's out today. And she was already seeing, like, we woke up and she was seeing people who had like stayed up all night listening to it. And like people were screenshotting certain like lines from it. And she was just like, this is this is album's gonna mess you up. Because the first line, uh, I'm gonna pr probably read most of these lines in English, even though I know it's not yes. in Spanish, but I don't want to ruin it. But the first line translated is if you don't, if I don't text you, you don't text me. Right? Like Ooh. that that right there is like a summer without you. If I don't text you, you don't text me. You know what I mean? Like I I desire you, but you're not paying any attention to me. Like, you know, it's never reciprocated. That's the first spot we get on this, like, album. And it's, you know, whoever the story is about, whether it's a, a fictionalized journey or if it's about his girlfriend and the things they've gone through. Um, I mean, this album is just the ups and downs and the crazy emotional charge. And I mean, like, and I'm not saying this just to be tongue-in-cheek, but, like, there is so much, like, sexual energy on this album about you know the ways that how you know you can't disentangle the passion of the body and the passion of the heart on this album especially because you know yeah the music itself the genre itself is a genre about moving the body and about how much you dance it's demands like yeah. i want to dance or yeah know. yeah i mean the beats on this album are amazing but to stick to the song here too uh, I mean, one, I get props from me because Moscow Mule is my favorite drink. Um, but like, but let me read you the chorus of this. If you want, I'll pull it out. Two drinks and you know I get horny. We're not a thing. Yeah. We've been entangled for a while. WhatsApp with no profile picture. You don't save my number. 
which is just like, I think again, like if I don't text you, don't text me, but also you don't even say my number. Like I'm, I'm just nobody to you, but you're on the opening track of my album. You know what I mean? Like that's where we're sitting at, uh, which look feels very pop punk and that to be honest <laughs> about just pining for someone who couldn't give me the time of day. <laughs> It reminds me of Drake. Like Drake probably <laughs> Drake fucking wishes he wrote like oh. all the songs on this album first off. But like Absolutely. The, if if you don't if I don't text you, you don't text me, that's like a peak Drake yeah. line. Like that's yeah. the, the pettiness of the, that's mm -hmm. in there is is delicious. Um Moscow so Mules was the first Bad Bunny song that I heard off this album. And it's really the first Bad Bunny song that I sought out. Um mm -hmm because I hadn't really listened to his last two albums and I'd heard, you know, I've heard, um, Cardi B, I like, um, I like it. I've heard that song, but Moscow Mule was the first song that I really sought out. And I like, I really liked it. Like, I love how it just kind of like, it comes in, like you, like you were saying, there's, there are so many songs on this album. You're supposed to dance to. You can dance to every single one of these, and like he really like. If the assignment was I'm gonna make a beach playlist, then my dude nailed it. Like this is exactly what you want to listen a plus. to. A plus, yeah, A plus, no notes. And um, it's, it's literally what we did when we went to the beach this summer. We played the, only this album on repeat when we played volleyball this summer. Every you don't need that. another. Um, you don't. I but I love how this Moscow Mule comes in. Like mm -hmm. it takes its time. It takes mm -hmm. time. It's probably it comes in on kind of like a really hazy beat, and it's just yeah. kind of like bad money. It kind of matches that like lonely mood of the song, and then it's mm -hmm. what maybe like is it like two and a half minutes when the beat the the beat flips? Yeah, like, like that little mm -hmm. beat flip. I love that part. Yeah, and that's the part that really caught my ear when I was. Yeah, I was like, yeah. It to me it feels like the warm up too of like you know. Like now that like you know we've gone to the beach a lot this summer as well in Chicago. I mean, going to the beach in any any place is always like an ordeal of some sorts. You have to pack your shit. You got the sunblock on. You got to make sure when the you know got to have the shit in the bag. All this. Then you got to get to the beach somehow. You got to find parking if you drove or get the Uber. Or you have to debate: is it worth the money for the Uber? Do we just walk? Whatever, right? You get there. You're tired from like the of ready for the beach, and then it takes you a second. But then you're there. You're at the beach, and it hits you. I'm at the beach, and like that's what the song is. Gets you ready for like. You can like the first half of the song is you just getting ready to to get into it. And he's like, All right, here's the album now. Let's go. And the beat flips and you're ready to just start shaking it. You want to pop open a corona, just have your time. I mean, I think it's a, a really excellent opening track. And like when I listen to these albums, and I think I feel this way more than any other album we've talked to on this podcast so far. Like I can I like can see the colors of it mm -hmm. and like when I listen to Ron Santi, it's a lot of just like warm, mm -hmm. warm yellows, oranges, and reds. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Did you see? Um, have you caught some videos of him doing this stuff live? Uh, I haven't actually. I haven't seen any live performances. I've only watched the music videos for this album. But okay. um, but I've I know that he's crazy performing it live. He I I mentioned that because Bad Bunny was here two or three weeks ago for made in America. He was like the mm -hmm. headliner for this year's made in America festival. And I did not go to the uh, made in America festival because I'm 32 years old and I'm just, I'm just too old to watch like 15 year olds get carted out in the stretcher. I can't do it anymore. I did it <laughs> like six years ago during Kendrick Lamar. And I was like, I'm never coming back. I was like, <laughs> this is, you kids are too crazy for me. Um, <laughs> but I thought about 
I thought about just going and standing outside the barricade for Bad Bunny because mm -hmm. I wanted to see it. Um, yeah. I'll tell you, like, the neighborhood that I live in here in Philadelphia, it's like deep southern Kensington. It, and I'm this, this is what someone has told me. Um, this is the most, um, there are more Puerto Rican families living in this neighborhood, like in just terms of concentrated square mileage than anywhere in the United States. Oh, really? Yes. They are, must have they gone are, nuts. They play, so our neighbors play this album <laughs> like every Friday and Saturday night, all night. They're just like, yeah. put that thing on. That's like, us. <laughs> and people went, people went crazy in Philadelphia. <laughs> they went crazy for him coming here. And when he does the show, he kind of opens it up like him on a beach chair alone. Mm. And he's got those same colors in the background. He's got like the colors from the album and uh -huh. he's got the fake sand. And it's just, it's beautiful. It's like, it's, it's beautiful and it's charming and it's funny and, it, and it's just really entertaining. When I listen to Geo show, mm -hmm. it's, it's like the op it's, it's just as enjoyable, but it's mm -hmm. like, glacial and placid to me like and just like the album covers i think they match yes. it so well yeah yeah it's like more it's like a sharper sound mm -hmm. um but we're like the opening so how um let's promise to be happy it begins and i'm gonna cheat a little bit so we have we could do all the same yeah. best opening track there this is like basically two tracks but new reminiscence is like 30 seconds long yeah um and it's this really loves lovely like woodsy melodic bit of like finger picking that takes mm -hmm. you into the album it, it there are a lot of sounds on here that are being pulled from like different kind of video games um yeah like this reminds me of zelda a lot like, yeah. those, like those old zelda n64s so yeah a lot of that on here uh -huh. um, and we're going to talk about this the guitar playing on this album is it's um, crazy. like it is it, and one of the best guitar riffs on here is on all the same um which is the first song that comes yeah. into it um and like new reminiscences new reminiscences it it kind of um it goes upwards like the melody of that song mm. like moves up and i think and i'm not a music theorist but i believe that it's like moving up octaves as it's going mm. um and then it just sort of like just gently drops you down into all the same which has this really like glacial feel to it to mm -hmm. me um like and you can hear <laughs> a lot of like the geo show elements are play here yeah um, on this song there's like these starry-eyed twinkles and like some really funky bookish time signatures on the drums the drums don't come into mm -hmm. the song for like a minute but when they do it's in a weird time signature i don't know what it is there are no four, i don't think there's probably a four four time signature on this one. <laughs> I don't think um where which like is interesting because with the bad bunny like and reggaeton is it mostly four four like is it just because it is like it's kind of like a repetition of the same beat uh, I'm trying to think now. I know there's, I mean, there's an insane amount of syncopation. I would imagine it's probably four four. I I'm also not very good. Yeah, at we don't stuff. quote us on that. Yeah, but it's I, so crazy. Like, I can tell you that Bad Bunny's not doing like six eights time signature. Like, yeah, he's like, definitely not. You know, I mean, 
I would imagine I could see like a 15, 16 happening in the GHO album, even like there's yeah. like there's like so much there's so much speed. Like some like what I hope we can talk about this later too. Like uh people can like shred on many instruments for to be able to shred and do like gent stuff on an acoustic guitar is out of control. Like they're like they're like they're wrangling these strings, uh yeah. Clover's playing and, the acoustic and on this album. And it's so like peaceful. Like, yeah. like it's, it's the most peaceful thing you can listen to. <laughs> like, have you? Um, I recommend if you haven't, and we'll talk about this for the music videos. But the music videos are basically them like kind of just playing this stuff live, and it's awesome to watch. Yeah. Um, just like doing the finger, like the the finger picking on all the same is like mind bending, and it's yeah. got this like incredible like pluck, like the little bend he does at the yeah. end of the main rift is like it sounds like. It sounds like when you're in Animal Crossing and you drop your fishing line into the water. That's like the yeah. noise it makes, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's so fun. And there's a lot of um, I get like really what gives me like the Zelda vibes on this is the the pixie flute flutters that yes. are all like on a lot of these songs. But like credit to Geo Show because flute can be real annoying. Like yeah. I'm not a Jethro Tull dude. I can't. I don't want to listen to someone just fucking honk on the flute for like two <laughs> and a half minutes. I just don't want to hear it. Um, yeah. Geosho integrate like all these different sounds like seamlessly. Yeah. Together and vocally, <clears throat> like I I only have the lyrics for um like a handful um of songs um mm-hmm. and I did my best. So this, like the inter- basically the internet failed me. Like no one has gone out there and translated this album, and it's hard to trans use Google Translate for because you need Japanese characters, and I don't know what Japanese characters are. Yeah. However, I was able to get um, one lyric that I came up with myself. I have it for a different song, um, <laughs> but I got one lyric um, off of all the same, and uh-huh. I think it's a great lyric, and it's. Everyone is different in the same way. That's the painful thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that really speaks volumes. To, that's like, I had listened to this album many times until I f- figured out what that lyric was. And I feel like that's such a perfect encapsulation of what this album is about. Like, it's it's about wanting to feel connected. Mm-hmm. But knowing that ev- everyone is different and trying to breach that divide. Like, it's like, how can we come together? And All the Same is kind of like a peaceful song. And it's taking these, like, really discordant elements. And I think it's where kind of like, why, why, so why does Geo show? Like, these people can play whatever they want. Like, they're yeah. so skilled musically. They can mm. do whatever they want. So, like, why opt for this style of play? Um, mm. And, like, I think the mathy elements of it are, like, all this, like, combustion and difference and, like, Mm-hmm. It's hard to sync all these different sounds up in a unified way, and I think like the track listing mm-hmm. does a great job with that because um, it goes mm-hmm. all the same kind of goes into Gather the Lights and Gather the Lights kind of like picks mm-hmm. up a little bit. Um, I Gather the Lights is probably my favorite song in the album. It's got like this cresting keyboard line. That sounds it's mine like too. Favor, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Um, Bum, bum, bum. Oh. And the guitars are like very um, twitchy. And mm. you've got some harmonies on here. It's like soothing, kind of like floating on the clouds. And there's this big like collect it's like a collective moment. Like when mm. I I feel like when 
there's there's some elements of like post rock to this and i i feel like i kind of experienced this music like post rock because i don't know what the words are um mm. so i listen to the words as like a texture yeah um, listening to it and i it is this kind of like cathartic like coming together moment and then that's kind of ruptured on stay in the circle um stay in the circle mm. has this like push and pull between the these clean harmonies and like the stop and start of the mm. rhythm section. You have like the pianos like da 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 da, mm. and it's like restarting over and over. These like restarting like bass thwacks and piano bleeds and the yeah. drums kind of like stumbling. And I feel like it's like they're trying to hold. They're trying to like hold this all that light together. Mm. Um, and that like ties back into the title. It's like let's promise to be happy. Like we're gonna. We're like trying, it's a, you know, it's addressing like the listener. It's like, let's work mm -hmm. through this together. Um, Bad Bunny, like, I'm I want to hear what the lyrics are like because Bad Bunny just comes out with what are the biggest hits on the album. I believe like most of the, like how many singles have come off of Veronica Interior? Is it, is it three, four? It's like technically a ton, but in terms of like okay. music videos, there was, there's Mosca Mule, there's a uh, me porto bonito. There's mm -hmm. Titi me pregunto. Um, there's neverita. So that's what's one, two, three, four. And then he put out a video very recently, which I definitely want to talk about when he do, when he cover the the uh, the singles uh, el apagón. Um, but there's also actually the last track Gaita was released earlier as a single, like way before this album. Like I think before like back album. in 2020. But okay. that technically has it, it's it's single as well. But so what like he comes out and what's the what is the name of the second song on uh, Des, Despues de la Playa? Yeah, Despues de la Playa. So yeah, so after the that beach. That was some funky shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, that one I think so. I think that's Mars favorite track on the album. Um that's just I can really see fun her for the terms of the song when I hear it. Yeah. Yes. This is like this is the peak get ready song. Like, you know, like this is like this is what takes the getting ready a pause and then the dancing happens and then we're just out there <laughs> booming a little bit. You know, that's why we show up with the parties nowadays. But so for everyone listening to us, our friends, we're late because of this song all the time. Um but yeah, <laughs> this, but yeah, it's just like because like and it's crazy because like you could literally if you had just track one and track two and said this is just like a, a dual single, that alone could take bad bunny like he didn't need the rest of the album if he if he didn't yeah, want to no. he didn't because that does the first song has that i'm at the beach vibe and the second song is just called after the beach and like just the oh, way okay. that that like just the way that this person apply it takes you just like you have like this mo it's it feels like the moment of like i feel like when i'm hearing that song i'm still on the beach but it's sundown we've like found a beachside bar and now we're at the bar on the beach doing dumb shit. you know what i mean like it's almost closing time but we know we're going to be here way past last call when those like mariachi horns kick oh in and yeah the beat, and the beat like speeds up it gets really fast it's like i can't yeah. clap yeah them. yeah mm -hmm. i love that part like it it's it's so catchy um yeah and, and just like with bad bunny he like bad bunny could have like he was at before coming into this album he was at the level of, of popularity where i i could imagine some record label being like okay you should make some songs in english and like you'll be the biggest you'll be fucking drake like yeah. you'll be that yeah and he he made an album like 
like from the people like where he's from like he made yeah. an album like from his for yeah. his home and yeah. he's just staying true to himself like he's making like music he wants to make and there's so many sounds on this album that like are pulling from like this rich history of puerto rican music and yeah it's just like such a pleasure uh yeah to, to listen to it like i don't need to under i i don't have to know what he's saying like and there are sounds that are like foreign to me that i haven't heard that much but like they're really exciting and they just bring just such yeah. a live wire energy to this album mm-hmm. um and it has definitely has that like playlist vibe just in terms of the the sequencing and mm-hmm. right after this was la playa are i would say are the two like just in terms of commercially like the two biggest songs of this album mm-hmm. yeah i'd agree um <clears throat> and like it's cool too when you you know just to jump back for a second while you're saying this is an album like he, he you know he could have you know made a an album with some english songs on it for the english people he said no fuck that i'm gonna keep it to my roots still because this the this latest single el Pagón, that just came out so the music video is actually 22 minutes long and it's an audio visual documentary about the colonization gentrification and like kind of just basically abuse of puerto rico as a land and as a people from the united states over the past few years they're you know they're it's uh, you know a statement against their government on uh, how they you know those politicians are corrupt and dirty and not doing things for the people about how people are coming here you know from the u.s to there's like literally laws written that allow u.s foreigners to come to puerto rico um or sorry puerto rican foreigners the u.s u.s folks to come to puerto rico and not pay capital gains tax a lot of business people are out there you know because they're not paying money on the crypto and these things like that and you know they're buying up housing when people live there and then turning them to resorts and all that and selling it for insane amounts of money um and so and that song itself the course of that song uh, he says uh puerto rico está bien cabrón which is rough tra- to puerto rico is the is fucking great it's uh it's the fucking best and that's the chorus of that song and he just repeats that for most of that song and then the interlude of that song is a lady saying me gusta la uh de puerto rico which means i like the pussy of puerto rico and that's that's just repeated entirely until the beat drops of the gang vocals screaming puerto rico is fucking great and like that's like that and this whole track is just them just being like this is our you know this is who we are this is our people we love what we do we love the music we love the land we love the sun we love the, the drums you can try to copy us but you can't make songs like us you know like we this is how we do that that might be like when it came time to like pick a favorite deep cut for this there were all, mm-hmm. this it was hard um yeah was that <laughs> this was number two for me i fucking love this song um yeah and it's got that like rave up part to like that's what that girl's that, just screaming i love the pussy of puerto rico during that part that shit could be in like space jam the original yeah. like not the same vibe to it like as the space jam theme song which is just like an incredible like pump up <laughs> song um like th- this song is so good and and one thing like we we're talking about like the sequencing of the song so that song comes after effecto mm-hmm. i believe Mm-hmm. And Effecto is like where I would, there's like a dividing line with Effecto mm-hmm. because at the end of the song actually gets is tuned down, it's toned down and like it yeah. goes really quiet to where if you're actually not listening to it on headphones very loud, you won't hear anything. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like, and then it comes back in. Like, and this is like the song that yeah. kind of like kicks off the second part of the album. And it's such like a, it just like gets you straight off your feet. And just that, that like, mm-hmm. 
national pride and that feeling of unity is really similar to like what Giosho is doing, just in a, but in a, like a very, like, I feel like Giosho <laughs> is much more universal. And mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe, maybe some of the lyrics are like really specific to Japan and they very well could be. But mm -hmm. um, it feels like for me, they're kind of like looking at like the world. Um, like yeah. all well, their all their album covers are like glow. There's lots of like really um, like celestial imagery, and they have sort of like a celestial sound. Yeah, well. yeah. So for uh, what was it? So I too was trying to find some lyrics because, as you know me, I'm the lyric guy, and so I need that to kind of like help me enter the song a bit more. And so I was like, you know what? I feel like there's people on YouTube that maybe I I can't read Japanese, but I was like, if I just look at the format of the Japanese comments, maybe someone posts the lyrics in Japanese. And so for Endless Sorrow, someone, or the end of Sorrow, sorry, someone did post the, like the Japanese for it. So I, I, I put in the Google Translate. So okay. I'm gonna read Excellent. what, it, it's that. not, it's not, I'm sure it's not perfect. So if, if we have any Japanese listeners and you know, I'm reading this and you listen to the song, you're like, this is absolutely wrong. Maybe I just yeah, please, like, wrong please, please tell us what it means. Yeah, uh, if yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, so for End of Sorrow, it's just three verses, it's just, Wandering under a street light, chased by inversion, kept away with shifting water towards enlightenment. It's dusk. Let's go home. I'm burning up loudly. Things are okay for now. Throwing sidelong glances at my relatives, I finish eating breakfast and head off to the daily grind. If there's an end to sorrow, I'll keep myself alive. I got the feeling I picked out the right moment. We will become happy, so let's make it happen. I saw it all from space. Mounds burning, war and difficult people, little oxygen, beloved vast desert. And like that song, the music video is layered. It's, it's, it's gorgeous. And that song is layered over, you know, in the music video, there's a bunch of hourglasses just ticking sand and time. Yes. And then there's an interpolation of a moment where the band are playing in this bass barren desert and the whole music video is in black and white. And it just feels like that apathy. Like it's just the line, you know, if there is an end to sorrow, I'll keep myself alive. If there is some hope, maybe it's, I guess it's worth it to stay because right now it doesn't feel like it. And I think that like, felt right to especially when you hear the song it just felt right with how it's going and then just the last two lines of i saw it all from space mounds burning worn difficult people little oxygen beloved vast desert like there's a commentary on the world and how it's changing especially with climate change here and you know the the you know the war for clean water and just to breathe and whatnot and especially also thinking about japan as a country that has the landscape itself has been ravaged by war, right? After World War II. Uh, but not only that, they sit on a fault line, right? So you have tsunamis, you have volcanoes, you have earthquakes. So it's a land that is, you know, tremoring constantly under a threat of danger. And so, you know, but it's also a lot of people, you know, from the West refer to Japan as a land of peace and serenity, right? You think of all the mountains and how, you know, how quiet some of these towns are and uh, the, the attitudes of, that they hold in Japan. So I think that this is a really great macro lens of how you know how the, the world is can see japan but also how japan's looking back at the world and seeing like hey we gotta like do something about this you know like we are living in this cycle of just apathy you know and how do we get out of it if if this continues we have mountains burning more and difficult people and we will end up in this vast desert of sorrow and loneliness and you know the end of all things and <laughs> And like that, so End of Sorrow has maybe like there, there is a bass, there's like a bass drop in that song. Like the bass gets mm -hmm. like very heavy. Mm -hmm. um, and that yeah. sounds like it's like hardcore bass. Like you can hear that in like mm -hmm. hardcore punk 
it's that same like baseline yeah. and it's turned into something else here um but it like just hearing that it, it does have that kind of like dissonance in that just sort of not mm. anger but like danger and yeah the, like the Osho album like these middle like middle run of tracks i would say from like stay in the circle to end of the end of sorrow that's like the bad mm -hmm. things coming in like the things like trying to disrupt yeah. the circle like it's the things that are yeah. trying to break it. um you have mm -hmm. like the, the sadness like there's like the internal world which is like turn into blue which is like the sadness that you feel inside and then the end yeah. of sorrow is like the outer world like coming in and i did find um so i did find the translation for geosho oh nice um, okay i was wondering what it would have meant so Geosho means it's it's like it doesn't really like translate into English. Um, mm -hmm. but Dajiro said that it means emotion, memory, and life. Um, so she said as a Japanese person, mm. I wanted to convey the poetic quality and emotional sound of Geosho to people in Japan and around the world. So if I had to describe our sound, I would say Geosho sound. Um so that wow. like kind of like embodies what you're talking about where it's like this is like japan like looking out on the world like geosho is like the sound that mm. um they're trying to submit here and bad bunny is doing the same where he's he there are so many like another reason i think why there's so many songs on undrana senti is it's just showing like the the depths of puerto rican music like yeah. we talked about mm -hmm. like the kind of like rave up sound um of what's el pagron is that how i el say Pagón. that yes and like <clears throat> rave music like owes a lot to puerto rico and yeah. like these other sounds so it's like kind of like telling you like oh like that sounds familiar to you right yeah. it's like yeah like this like this where it originates came from. here there's yeah. also um i love party i just was i love that song that song's really fun oh yeah um, dos mil 16 mm -hmm. that's like kind of like it, it's got like a it's like a spin on sort of like trap to me yeah it's like that's like the most like hip-hop rap yeah. song. like beat is more like of a, a trap song but it's got that like regional flavor yeah that, that, exactly that yeah makes it really just fun and even the <laughs> even uh the song after Pagon uh track 17 otro atardecer is like an indie rock ballad like with, with with the marias on it and that's a beautiful song like so that's my favorite deep cut on here and and it quite frankly it just might be my favorite song on here i love yeah. that i love that song like it yeah. sounds like just rippling water and yes the but guitar you can move to it, you can oh. move to it god yeah yeah you can move to it a little bit it's got like it kind of reminds me of the xx that's kind of yeah, like the yeah that it like, hits me on like a little atmospheric indie almost like because I, I feel like i'm yeah. floating while i'm listening to it you know like it's such a good song every time yeah. it comes on and it's it's one of like the not and none of these songs none of these songs are heavy i would mm. say but um it's one of the like lighter songs on here it just kind of like floats um, yeah i'll tell you one of one is celeso is that cloud that's not cloud is it what which one celeste yo no soy celeso oh it means i'm not it means i'm not jealous i'm not jealous okay yeah. that's caitlin's favorite song her and that's i both a... love the way that he uh he says me me corazon Ouch. yeah Ouch. I love that <laughs> I love that's that. so good 
Talk to me. So that's like a little like like fun little tick that's on this album. This yeah. is something that I, I had to ask you about because like I guess like like you said, like Bad Bunny, there's a lot of like hip hop rap influence mm-hmm. on this. I'm like he he's a rapper. Yeah. Um and he's kind of like Drake, and then he's doing this sort of like melodic yeah. rap where he sings and like some of this is R and B and sometimes he raps. Um and I feel like when you're a rapper, you kind of have to have some sort of like vocal catchphrase like mm-hmm. you have to have something you yeah. do, like rick ross has like his oh, like yeah. every time i hear that just grunt i know rick ross is coming in and i can't are you wait about, are you about excited. to segue into bad bunny's deep breath yeah so that's a like yeah <laughs> like he does that a couple of times on, on that's his, that's his and i dig it it's like i found it really funny at first but i was just like you know what like I'm gonna. I, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring. We're gonna. I, like you said we're gonna talk about Drake a lot today too, a little bit. Because I think that like here's the thing. Bad Bunny is like everything I think that Drake wishes he could be. And you. And this is coming from someone who right now 100. percent Yeah. Like, this is coming from someone who albums like this. And he this, doesn't. That's that is true. That is true. But but even when Drake is making albums like this, I feel like Drake's sincerity never felt sincere. Do you know what I mean? Like I yes. feel like even for like the lovey dovey songs he had, like I it was just Drake put on a show but like this i just believe is how bad bunny is you know what i mean like and of course yeah, maybe he's just really maybe he's just really good at the act of it but like the thing is like so like, even the song like like i feel like aguacero is a song uh that sounds like old school drake you know what i mean like that slow b a little whispery yeah. voice almost you know what i mean and like, it's the deeper octave not the sing-songy higher octave and like and i love that song because it reminds me it just makes me happy because it makes me think of the good times of when we had that right but the thing is too is that like I think that everything he's saying here, he means it. And when I hear that deep breath, it's him like getting ready to like really get the truth off his chest each time. And mm. I found it really sincere that like, you know, I just trust, I trust each song. I trust what each song is telling me. I trust the story in them. I trust that he could be in each story with, with like, with Drake and even a lot of other rappers that talk about moments of like love and desire. It's like, okay, like who you, I, I ask who you're writing this for. And what's crazy is like, Bad Buddy has like a girlfriend of like four or five years. Like they're, I, you know, I don't know that I don't know if they're an open couple or whatever. You know, I don't know if he's running about multiple people here. If he's, if he, I've seen if these are maybe about other women in his past. But even if these are all about the same person, different people, like I trust that that song was sincere to that person or that moment to its fullest. Yeah. Which is what I don't feel like with Drake songs. You know, like I like I think like one of my like one of my favorite. Drake songs is like Marvin's Room, and that's probably the only one of, one of the most sincere songs I trust him on on the story that's being told, or even like Over My Dead Body, maybe. But like a lot of other songs, you know, down the line that people like love, I think are good love ballads, like even or even like Best I Ever Had, right? Like is his outro is You Know Who You Are, but it's like who, but who is it though? You know what I mean? Because you're probably texting eight girls, this is songs about you, you know what I mean? And like I just, yeah, I just believe so much more in the sincerity of what's happening in this album. And it and like so Drake does not have the benefit of time. So like Drake has That's been true. doing he's been making the same song about being sad that some girls and texting him. Meanwhile, like in that same song being like, you don't answer my texts and I don't like you, and I have like six other people that I'm in love with, uh, that I'm going out to the strip club. Like there's only so long you can feel bad for that guy. Yeah. Um and Bad Bunny, like, even though he's prolific, has not been as in the public eye as Drake has like Drake is mm. probably the biggest superstar of mm. the past ten years. Like like if yeah. I was to pick one person, I would pick I would pick Drake. Yeah. Um 
but the sincerity like like marvin's room like has that same emotional reverence and like shot for me over my dead body like take care yeah. of right now yeah um kind of like i would say that that veronis and t has a much bigger scope than uh, an album like take care like take care is That's like true. very insular and it's much more controlled and mm -hmm. more like produced like there's, yeah for sure know, like one thing that i think is just so awesome about um Veranos and T is the features and again like I can see there's a world where a record label is like we can get Drake on this song or we can get Nicki Minaj on this song or you can have Megan Stallion on this song and whatever and Bad Bunny did not do that Bad mm -hmm. Bunny just got only like Spanish language um features on his album and yeah. I have never heard of Chencho Corleone um mm. before this album but his verse is fucking awesome uh, <laughs> both verses Mar uh, also lost the, i have no idea what he's saying but i fucking love it especially when the beat flips yeah on the second verse i yeah. love it. i just something about his voice i find it really funny because i just imagine it's like it's kind of helium -y. it is really helium -y. i don't get it but i mean the people love it, it. Do you want to know some of the things he says? Because he says some wild shit on that. Verse. I'm sure that I'm sure he's saying some wild shit because I watched some music yeah. video in Porto Bonito, and I was like, yeah. okay, like this is a, this is a horny song. Yeah, I mean, one of the lines is, "Mommy, upload something. Give me some content. Upload the ass more often." <laughs> like, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, is that in the chorus or is that like just that's his, that's his verse when the verse flips? The chorus of that song is i mean i mean of course it's still like kind of like it's like flattering so it's like i mean they i mean they say some nasty shit in this album but it's also not so flattering like the course is um if i was your man i would upload a picture on fridays and mondays for the whole world to see how hot you are with you i have to go hard i'm out loose on these streets but i'd quit for you i'll behave nicely if you ask me to so i mean it's like it's like yo, I'm like I'm a, I'm a dog in the streets, but if you said no more of that shit, I'd quit it for you. Like I'd, I'd, I'd for you. commit to you. You know what I mean? Like you know, I respect Chencho Corleone would would shape up. He would reform. Yeah, if, yeah. Chencho, if, Chencho would be like, look, I'm here. If the right butt came across on Instagram, he, he you could stop him. You you, <laughs> you could prevent him. But until that day, um, you until keep like you that booty, you're gonna be more regular. It's just not gonna work out. Um. There's no feature. Well, let's pull well, since we're on the topics of features. I do really like um, Party, like I said, with mm -hmm. uh, Lola Alejandro. That's just a song, like the chorus of that song, I can understand just fine. Yeah. This is Party. And I, I can understand that. That's a universal <laughs> word. We all know yeah. what that means. Yeah. And it's just like, I want to party. The song makes me want to party. Mm -hmm. um, this, in terms of like, and we'll get to it in a little bit, but taking the best song. Mm -hmm. um is a hard is a hard task on veronis and t there are definitely like um some big hitters on here and if you if you haven't seen it yet you need to go and stop listening to this podcast and you need to go on youtube and you need to look up bad bunny's performance of tt mepergunto um at the at yankee stadium which was mm -hmm. um live broadcasted during the vmas um you also you should watch the vmas version though because it's hilarious uh the vmas <laughs> looked horrible again like even jimmy fallon couldn't pretend to be excited to be at the vmas and when they showed that video of bad money playing yankee stadium uh -huh. like three blocks away from where they were everyone in that audience was like oh mm -hmm. we fucked up 
they were like, we should have gone to the Bad Bunny show because that was way better. Because um, that kind of um, But in terms of the biggest songs in here, and I'm, maybe this is just, maybe I'm just um, looking at just cultural cachet because um, 42nd President of the United States made his annual summer playlist um, this year, and this is the Bad Bunny song that popped up on it. And that is Ojo, mm. Ojitos Lindos. Oh, with, God. Um, with so Bomba Estereo. Bomba Estereo. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love this song. I love this song. It is amazing. I love her yeah. part on it, too. I love her the voice. It's, glis- yes. it's, a, it's a glistening in the soundtrack. Yes. I don't know how. Like, I don't know if they. Like, I don't know what effect they put on her voice or if it's just how her voice sounds. I don't know much of her work, but like, like, her voice and then once i once i read the lyrics for the first time i was like first of all you don't even need a translation of the lyrics to know this is like probably one of the best love songs of all yeah Yeah. one of the best love songs of all time um the ojitos lindos just means like 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 little pretty eyes like okay i thought it was eyes. i thought it was yeah the chorus just says and just look at me with those pretty eyes because with that i am fine today i've been reborn that's that's sweet yeah. And like you can feel like I like that this is kind of like a duet. Like yeah. Song. Um, yeah. And, and it's got those like, um, you know, we had like Despues of the Playa has the like mariachi horns. This has like the kind of like horns at sunset almost. Yes. Like, yeah. Just like you can see and like the video, like they're, you know, like in the water and like, yeah. and stuff like that. And it definitely gives me that vibe. Yeah. Uh, on this song. And like it's kind of, it's kind of towards, the back half of the album, which is interesting. Like, it, I mm-hmm. mean, it's hard to say like what the back half of this album is, but <laughs> I guess it's, it's probably, you know, it's probably just smack in the middle. Yeah. Um, but it, it, that, that's, that's just a beautiful song. Like yeah. it's a beautiful song. And that's the kind of song, like usually when I see Barack Obama put out these playlists, I, I do some hard fucking eye rolls um, mm-hmm. at like, k- I get, I get, do some hard eye rolls at Barack Obama trying to convince me that like he listens to like Wednesday. Like I don't yeah. believe you. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's like, a, that's like, like the intern just really trying hard. Yeah. To... <laughs> yes, I'm sure your intern thinks this band's awesome. Um, yeah. And like, you should check them out. Um, but like this, this one he got right, and it's got that same kind of like, like that effect, that glistening effect you were talking about. Yeah, I kind of get that same effect um, from what I would call the last song. Like again, like there's an an um, outerlude on "Let's Promise," an outro on "Let's Promise yeah. to Be Happy," mm-hmm. uh, which I'll never forget. But "Measure the Dawn" is like kind of the last song to me um, mm-hmm. on this Joe Show album, and that song that's the song like for most of this album, like it's really calm it's really mm-hmm. peaceful it, it is very placid like it just kind of washes over you like it's a clint like i listen to this album i listen to both these albums really like i listen to the bad bunny album and it makes me want to like dance and move around and smile like let's promise to be happy just brings me like peace like, yeah it, it brings me peace i listen to it and it makes me feel like soothed and calm yeah. but I think so much of that is the use of the flute too like i think it's yeah. like Cause the flute, like and the keys, yeah, the flute and the keys, especially, and like, cause especially, uh, oh, I'm sorry, what's the lead singer's name again? How do you pronounce it? 
it's I don't know if it's how you pronounce it, but uh, it's a Daijiro. 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 Um her voice is also very flute like. Like it's a it's a high it's a yeah. much higher voice than you very expect high. with bands like this, right? Like you, you know. Um but yeah, and I think that your point of the, the video game soundtrack too, I think like kind of feels I mean, at least for me, like video game sounds, the video game songs with the eight bit sound or just like soundtracks of yeah. games bring me a lot of comfort. Like I have a playlist of just like lo-fi versions of like the Pokemon theme songs, like from like different cities, like the Virgin City Forest and stuff like that. And like, I don't know, something about those, like, because they had to do a lot with very little in those times. And here now you have very, you have, you have musicians who can do whatever they want with the instruments and they are masters of their element here yeah, and are still, they still have a way to sneak in some of those comforting moments on these, these tracks, which is like, you know, just really special, I think, on how we can do that. Um, really and Measure the Dawn is when they let it rip. Yeah. Like, that's the song on here where it has like the big climactic end. And this thing has like a, like a lot of the, the riffs, the guitarists on here are either kind of like woodsy or mm -hmm. um, they're very like math rocky appreciated. Like, yeah. like, like a lot of the riffs on here, I could play you that and you would think it's american football you would just you would think that's exactly what it is yeah um that's not the case on measure the dawn like mm -hmm. biggest riff on the album it gets like frothy and foamy. yeah like, yeah it's like the tide just like crashing in yeah um but there's just some and it's actually a reprise of the all the same riff mm -hmm. so it's a variation on that which is cool mm -hmm. But they like bring that back in but change it with like basically just like a different guitar field filter harsher sound mm -hmm. but I'm so glad it's not up. all the same anymore That's, oh that was really good <laughs> i'm glad you i'm glad you mentioned that and i'm glad that you brought up the flute because i feel mm -hmm. like the flute is what holds the song together like yes. it just kind of like floats over the top of it and it gives me that like that that feeling of peace mm -hmm. um and like the the soloing that comes in at the end of the song it it like it makes me feel like all of the stars in the sky just came out at once yeah like, it's, it's, i think it's so I think too that like the flute is just like yeah it's it is it's it's so pretty i think it just touches the soul in a way because like imagine if the flute didn't exist on any of these tracks yeah. this album has an entirely different feel to it like honestly the, I, I just found what I was trying to refer to before. The flute reminds me so much of Kingdom Hearts. It reminds me of like Utadi Ikaru, simple and clean. Like that, it, it gives me that, but like simple and clean, but math rock. You know what I mean? Like yes. Um, and like and it's it's never like put at the forefront. Mm -hmm. Like they don't like do like flute solos or things. It's it's like it's very important. Same with like the drumming. The drumming is mm -hmm. not at the forefront of any of these songs, but mm -hmm. like it's the flute and the drums kind of hold all of it together. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would I would argue to say that the acoustic guitar is what's the instrument that's most at the yeah, front of the that's mix. The one, that's which, the one that shows out here. Yeah. yeah. And I think that too is like had that been electric would also change that it because like totally. it's just a softer feel to have the acoustic strings vibrating with you versus, you know, some something inorganic, right? Because it's that geocho feel, right? To feel the emotion, the feel of like like you know, a presence on this planet. And like that, the acoustic just feels more in touch. With like the way the body vibrates versus the like electricity is so much uh so much more inorganic to us i feel like that electric guitar sound versus what yes. an acoustic can plot to you sometimes you can like feel the wood in it, like you can just feel yeah. it and it the acoustic guitar is what starts and ends this album like yeah um never forget 
and new reminisces um like i love the title like new reminisces like it it does have this like very cyclical vibe and because of like the the pace of this album it, let's get the official the official time on it is 24 minutes flat um like you can listen to this a lot of times over um so it's like always kind of like cycling back and repeating it's almost, it almost becomes like a mantra in a mm. way and never forget Whereas like new reminisces kind of like it build it's like building upward in octaves. Never forget does the opposite where mm -hmm. it goes down each time and it slows down each time, but it's still mm -hmm. the same variation of the same riff. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's kind of like somber. Like it's definitely more melancholic, mm -hmm. um, but it's sweet still. Like there's something sweetly melodic about that. Like it doesn't make me feel sad yeah like i can feel like there's a sense of something that's that's ended and that's mm -hmm. been over but it feels like restorative in mm -hmm. the same sense. like you can like you can continue on like this album this album like just makes me feel better it like res it's restorative to me in some way mm -hmm. and in like that way i think is like it's in like i can't articulate it and and that's like one of the beautiful things about music like this i think both let's promise to be happy and and that's like the thing you're carrying white like the the never forget and this is let's promise to be happy like we made this promise together yeah both of these albums are like complete thoughts to mm -hmm. me. They're, they're complete thoughts and it's just so interesting that they've done it in like you could listen to let's promise to be happy like three times yeah before you can listen to uh Umbranos and T like mm -hmm. one one time through <laughs> and and veranos and t like kind of comes out with like the bangers like it comes mm -hmm. out with like the heavy hitters and then kind of the back half of the album even though it starts with el pagan which is definitely a party starter and it's mm -hmm. got like more upbeat songs in here like dos mil 16 like that that's more upbeat mm -hmm. uh, and like um otra otra desera um but like the back half of the album is much more somber, melancholic. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like winding down. Yeah. Um, through it, like talk talk to me about, like I wanted to know the story of uh, like Andrea. Mm hmm. I don't know because his girlfriend's name is not Andrea, so okay. <laughs> really confusing on that one. Yeah, hopefully she's also not confused about why there's a song in here called Andrea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe it's her nickname or something. I don't know. But uh, but th before we get Bad Bunny in too much hot water, um, yeah. there is a song in here called August Augusto. So mm. that's like end of summer. So yeah, like, August, end nice, of summer. That's a nice way to like wind down the album. And then it's interesting to me, like, because that, when I listened to it, felt like the last song. Mm. I was listening to it, it was like Augusto felt like the last one. Mm -hmm. um because you got the title track right before it mm -hmm. um, and then like Cayeta. Kay it's a it's a hard one it's Kayeta. yeah i can never do that, that double <laughs> like that was a single from 2020 so like any idea why he why he tacked it onto this i i don't actually and i and, I'm, and I, th I thought it was so interesting that this is also the closing track of the album um because to me i think that's a couple knocks in the sequencing aspect for him yeah like, because there's also a single that came out in, was it 2020 or 2021, which is my favorite Bad Bunny song of all time. It's called Yonaguni. And I thought that that single was going to, 
was going to you know proceed and then be on this album but it wasn't which i found very strange too because it feels like it could really fit the vibe because that whole song is about you know missing someone and just being like i would fly to japan for you like i would just meet you on this deserted island yeah. Japan. like and so i found it strange to end the album with okay because like, agosto seems like a good place to end it too like because it's the end of the summer yeah. it, it just yeah i mean like and the chorus the last the last line translated the, the last lines are baby let's do it under the stars and let the moon record us where will be tomorrow is unknown i hope summer never never ends never ends that would be a great last be a good line. ending yeah good so ending. i i feel like if anything maybe Kaita was that could have been the um the label or someone just being like hey because this is your, this is your, one of your biggest singles. It's not on an album. Let's throw it on there. So we maybe buy them bump up streams, or bump up plays, or, or something. I don't know, but it just that's, yeah, that's a possibility. Like I yeah. that happened with with Heim, yeah, in the last album. Like the last the last I can't remember what the last song on uh, Women in Music Part Three is, but like they had they tacked on um, some singles that they had released like mm -hmm. um summer girl like that was just like a one-off that they had recorded during this like sessions for the album but it didn't like it didn't wasn't like on the album they were like this is a really good song so like let's just put this as like a bonus track kind of thing and that mm -hmm. happened that happens in like the streaming age like th mm -hmm. this is what happens and this is probably a good time to like we'll we'll st start to bring to a closer and get to the categories and before mm -hmm. we do that like i i hope that geo show like is going to get some like people are going to listen to this podcast you're going to check if you check out if you like midwest demo and you you're going to like let's promise to be up you're going to like that yeah album. yeah um bad bunny like they're geo show are not going to be bad bunny after this it's not yeah. going to happen and i wish i could tell that you that that's going to happen it's not our reach is is very 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 thin um, bad bunny has become the biggest star in the world and you could argue like he is the biggest star in america um, yeah i think he is now and he's done that with an album that has has like four english words on it yeah. Um, like Google Google Maps gets a shout out here. Shout out to Google Maps. Yeah. And shout out to Moscow Mule. And yeah. there, like, there are like is maybe one other song that has like a little bit of English on it, but the rest of it, it's just all Spanish. Yeah. Um, just that just shows you how good this album is because yeah. just historically in the United States, if you want to get on the top of the Billboard 200 and you want to get on top of the Hot 100, and your song needs to be in English, um, yeah, mm -hmm. like it that's just how it is and he's done that and he he basically he changed nothing about himself he made the album that he wanted to make and he's he's on top of the world and i'm excited to see where he's going to go from here i don't i honestly don't know like it's interesting it's interesting and this and before we go out this like will be just an absolutely massive tangent but um <laughs> Like Geo Show, like where do they go from here? Like this is actually the shortest Geo Show album. Mm -hmm. um, I would love to see them like extend it out a little bit further because their other their other albums do not have like there's less acoustic woodsy guitar and it's more kind of math rocky. I would love yeah. to see them like really build the sound like all the way out with like not not an hour and thirty minute album, but like mm -hmm. I would like to see them like go for like really try and hit a home run. Yeah. 
Um, with bad money, I feel like you can't like, this is his like maximalist statement. Mm -hmm. And so like from here, like the artist that it just brings to my mind immediately, um, is Kendrick Lamar. Like Kendrick Lamar, Lamar has to pin for Butterfly, which very different kind of album, but it's this grand statement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he follows that up with Damn, which is much more compact. It's it's mm -hmm. compact. It's not like really building as big of a narrative. It's more like singles, hits, based tighter. It's basically like it's just like, can we? How tight can I make this? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that might be the, the path forward for Bad Bunny. Like if he came back after this and was like. I'm gonna try and make an album that's that's 12 songs that are just like like basically like the challenge being I want to try and do what I just did with a different mm -hmm. move, but in half the time. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't know like where like the word it's his choice. Wherever he wants to go from here, it's yeah. his choice. I could see either just because he's put out three long albums now. But the thing is, like, I thought that after the El Ultimo Tour de, del Mundo, that's, you know, that album's like 16 songs, which is like still, you know, it's like not too long. It's it's 47 minutes, 16 songs. So they go pretty fast. But like, I thought this would be a tighter one, like a 10 track or, or 12 or, but he gave us 23. I mean, I don't know. He's he's making music. Like this man isn't stopping anytime soon. This guy's, sure. yeah. And he's like, definitely, and he hasn't had, a, he has, I'm sure he has tracks. And his record label is like, you don't need to release tracks because these things are like still super popular. Like he's been sitting at the top of the Spotify most played yeah. songs album chart since this album came out. This album came yeah. out back at the beginning of the summer. Like he he's yeah. he has not left. Um, mm. And like we said, there have been some big albums that have come out this year. Like Kendrick has come out this year. Drake has come out this year. Beyonce has come out this year. Harry Styles has come out this year. Mm -hmm. None of these artists, Lizzo has come out this year. None of these artists have, have they've really not even touched him. No. Like, he's just sat right at the top. And we'll get into the categories here. And, it, and I want to, um, I want to do the album cover first because we did not mm. talk about the bad bunny album cover. And I, and I quietly love this album cover. It's album so good. Album. I thought it was, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I thought it, when I, at first, I was like, "This is whack. What the hell? Like, what is going on here?" It, but it makes so much sense. I love it. I I think it's adorable. Like, yeah, it's this little like, it looks like. I mean, it looks like a ten year old drew this. Yeah. Um, but like, it doesn't. It, it, it but like you're saying, like, it fit. If it like, you know how like Drake did Certified Lover Boy, and it was like he really just took a fucking emoji and like copied oh, pregnant it woman. Yeah. Times, and, like, ugh. yeah. Yes. That I don't ever want to talk about the album again in my life. Yeah. Like this, this is like, I don't know. It, it captures the feeling. It's like a sad heart in the beach with these colorful, with like, yeah. these col like really nice pastel colors. It perfectly captures yeah. the album. Um, and I like that it's like, it's feel, it's either like, you know, pastels or crayons or something, you know, on, it's like, it, it's like, you can see the white spots behind some pieces. You know what I mean? Like you can see like the canvas underneath. Like it's just not, you know, it's just, it's literally just a drawing. I love that. And like, I want to give, like the let's promise to be happy has a really cool album cover like and i think it really captures like the world that they were like joshua was building like it brings you like it takes you like it starts all the way out and like mm -hmm. you're getting like this like you're starting kind of like going in moving into the internal world and there's like a light at the end of the tunnel and like yeah. there are shadows along the way like i just mm -hmm. i think it like really captures like what this album is about but i i have to give yeah. the point with Bad Bunny because 
like i just love the fact that he made like the simplest album cover that he could and it just goes to show you like yeah. it doesn't have to be a complex idea like he nailed it yeah this. and it's hilarious like and, yeah. and it's kind of iconic like if i saw if i saw that little heart somewhere i'd be like i know what that is yeah and i it's on hats it's on shorts like i see i see it around chicago like it's 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 there he's out there he's out there and most of the music videos he's wearing this like explorer like bucket hat thing. yeah like, he's a bucket hat, hat. Respect. yeah and on it is just a little embroidered little sad heart on it and i just i would pay stupid money to have one of those like <laughs> an aggressive amount of money to have one of those hats he's also got the like we'll probably talk about this in the videos but he does like the one braid oh one droopy braid it's a good yeah, yeah. you good look. look good with one droopy braid but now you can't do that because I'm, but i'm gonna, like, oh, I'm, gonna gonna I'm, I'm literally gonna be in for halloween <laughs> okay that's a good but like you've got the hair now yeah now that yeah now that i can like, braid it mar like mar braided my hair once and i was like okay this is possible this is possible yeah i do bad bunny for halloween and it goes over totally differently it goes over <laughs> real, it's in this neighborhood it'll go over real bad yeah, uh, ending like pitbull instead <laughs> real bad um okay so bad bunny up one nothing here let's go um best best track best opening track um we'll do best opening track and again i'm getting kind of like a combo package yeah. um with new reminiscences and all the same i mm. i'm gonna put my foot down and say that all this name is a better song than last got you mm. i think i can agree with, with alone, just fucking rules yeah like, I, I mean because like there there is something to to like talk about too in the fact that like you know there are a lot of great instruments on bad bunny's album yes but obviously the focus of the jojo's album is how good the instrumentation are and yeah i mean all the same is a great you know it's a great first bite into what you're going to get for the next half an hour of just some of the most amazing instrumentation you'll ever hear in your life and like paired together like it's one yeah. thing like for them to be a band that just has a really good guitarist in it like it works because they're all to get like it, it's a unified sound yeah um, and that's what makes it wash over you that's like yeah. the passing through like you can't make music that can like pass through you and it, like really feels like it's changing you unless mm. like with as a band unless yeah. like you're all on the same page exactly so, yeah like, like i was saying at the beginning of the show like does your old band like might have had some community communication problems Josho has none of that that does mm. not exist they are a smooth smooth machine yes they are i'm i'm giving the point to Josho here yeah for all this. yeah new reminiscences yeah. and new reminiscences is a nice like it does it does like the and i don't know maybe we'll maybe we'll do this category now sequencing i feel like this is going to be the one that we're gonna we're gonna hem and haw over the most i don't think so i think i'm gonna give it to Josho. the Josho sequencing is like it's it's, it's perfect like, the thing is i sometimes don't even know when songs i obviously i know new, new reminiscence goes into all the same and the end of sorrow like because they never forget because they're interludes and outerludes but like when we were talking about uh gather the lights before i was referencing the piano and saying the circle because those songs go seamlessly into each other like i think lots of refrain yeah yeah in the that that keyboard line and stay in the circle ripples straight into turn into the blue which is like yeah. a great moment and like yeah there and there's really only one pause on the album and it's right before measure the dawn like we've right before it gets big yes yeah. there's like the break right before measures done i mean the sequence like they nailed the sequencing on yeah i think and, so and it, uh, that's a pitfall you get when you have a 23 track album too right because like how you, there's there's a lot of room for i mean firstly like i would have moved 
tons of songs around. I mean, it wouldn't have Kaita way up earlier, in fact. You know, like that. That's the first half song, I think. So, I mean, yeah, I think that Jojo. Which song? Like the, the closing track, I think, shouldn't be the poser. I think yeah. it should be much yeah, earlier. Be, it it's a, yeah, it's the first half of the album kind of thing. Just, yeah. Like he did a, I mean, he did a really good job sequencing it. I would say, like, of another, like, the Beyonce album. Have you heard the Renaissance? Yeah. Yeah. Like the sequencing on Renaissance is like tremendous. Um, mm. And like Bad Bunny does like a good job here. He does, he and it does feel like he divides the album into like two parts, which I actually think is like a really good move. Mm. Um, like after Effecto, but I think the first half, like up until Effecto, is more cohesive just in terms of like how the songs move together than the back half, which kind of feels like it skirts around a little bit. I mean, like again, all the songs are really strong, but it doesn't, it feels just more kind of like discordant it doesn't it doesn't quite mm. flow together as much for me um mm. so we've done um let's do we'll do we'll do best deep cut here and i think this and so like we just talked about when you make a shorter album you, it's easier to sequence it when mm. you make a longer album it's easier to have better deep cuts on it yeah um my favorite deep cut on let's uh, promise to be happy is stay in the circle i really like that song i just like yeah. like more what it means on here but Verano mm -hmm. and t is just it's deep it's deep bench um <laughs> it, it's 14 guys who could like all can shoot the basketball and then another yeah. 14 guys behind that who can also dunk the basketball um <laughs> so favorite favorite deep cut for me um it's really hard but I think it's Otro Atra, Atar Dessert. And it's, uh -huh. it's like, there's so many, like, it's right in that area. Like, mm -hmm. Party, Alpagon, Otro Atra Dessert. I love, like, those yeah. songs a lot. But Otro Atra Dessert is the one for me. And what's crazy is, like, a lot of the songs you just mentioned come into part of the album where on other artists you start losing the album. Like, you're just right. like, oh, you, you get fatigued. You get tired. You're like, come on. I mean, like, you know, I'm we're in the teens now of tracks, yeah. you know, but he doesn't let the gas. Um, no, not at all. Yeah. That's, I, I'm having really tr uh, trouble picking my favorite song on my best deep cup because it always goes between what you mentioned, Otro Atardecer, uh, which means another sunset, by the way, a beautiful, Ooh, beautiful title, like um, and Ojitos Lindos. And like, I, I mean, yeah. I, I think for me, it, it is. I don't think you Lindos. can count, I don't think you can count Ojitos Lindos as a deep cup because it was released as a single. It just happens to be late in the album. Oh, was it? Oh, I didn't know that. I think, I think it was because it oh. got a video, right? So like, it oh, did it really? Oh man, I missed that one. I mean that's fair. I was I was gonna say like for a non-single, it has the if you don't count Kaita because it's an older song, it has the third most plays on the album. And I was like, yeah, how like that, is that? Yeah, happening? that thing is too. That thing is is it's too. It's so good. Like yeah. there's it just stands out. And it's smart that he like sequenced it later. You know, he's yeah. like, let me save because that one's like a little like a different tempo than the uh -huh. other like big hits on the album. Mm. Yeah, um, then I, I'll go with you then. I think, yeah, then if, if we're going to call that single, then Otro Atardecer is, is also beautiful. I mean, like the the reverb or whatever is the vocal effect on the yeah. Maria's vocals, I mean, that, that gets you. It's good. Yeah, it's 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 a great song. And it it was, like, instantly recognizable to me in some way. I think, like, what you were saying, that, like, indie rock feel, mm -hmm. like, definitely, definitely kind of hit me. Like, immediately I was just like, ooh. Um, 
So right now we're tied up. It's 2-2. Two, two. Um, we just did be best deep cuts. And now let's go um, to best song. Um, which again, I, I, this is going to be tough. Uh, what, what's your favorite song on the Geo Show album? Uh, my favorite song on the Geo Show album. Oh, my, my, also my deep cut for Geo Show is also Stay in the Circle. I really like yeah. that, that, that in, uh, interrupt the piano, but I think Gather the Lights is my favorite. Gather the Lights is mine yeah. too. I heard yeah. a voice on this like, ba, 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 da. <laughs> it's so, it's just like so refreshing. Yeah. I'm just like, I get so happy when I hear it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, and, and like the title, like for I mean, for whatever, for what little English we get to enter the song, gather the lights. It feels like she's pulling at like yeah. each star in the night sky and putting a little jar for you. I'm just like, thank you, thank you for doing that. And like the symbol crash, like like it's a rush. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a good song. The yeah, video, been, so there are some really good videos, and I'm playing this live too. Uh -huh. Um, that are really like fun to watch, and and her singing, like we didn't talk that much about her singing, but she. She, it, there, there's, you can like hear her like smiling, I feel like a lot of the time when she's singing mm -hmm. the songs. And if you watch videos of her, she's smiling a lot of the times when she's singing. And that, it makes me happy just to watch her. Mm -hmm. um, best song on, on Verano Santi is tough. This is, yeah. this is a tough one. I, for me, it's, it is Ojitos. Uh, that is my favorite yeah. song. It's Same. really good. I, the lyrics are incredible the voice is incredible the features incredible like i mean yeah. and it's like it's it's wild because that's definitely i think that is the slowest probably one of the slow songs on the album and like yeah there's because there's some like club bops in this i mean like Tara, T -T -Mate and, Pinto is is like maybe uh, number two for me so that goes off yeah it's so good uh i mean neverita which is like the music video for that which is we'll get when you get to that it's my favorite music video is unbelievable uh, it's so good, but yeah, I think what he does. Tt is like one of the only songs on here where I think I know what it means. It's like the chorus. I only know like the chorus, and isn't it like? <laughs> can I ask you a question? Do you have a, a boyfriend or something? Yeah, it's it's a it, it's Tt Mate means like like Auntie asked me, and she asked like, uh, do you have any? Do you have a girlfriend? And he says basically like I have one or two or three, but I never get married. Like, ooh, okay. <laughs> 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 he he's i mean the the drake playboy vibe is strong on this one um, yeah okay so that one is gonna go to bad bunny there um that that was uh best song so we've got just best lyric um this is tough this is like this yeah which almost feels like incomplete but because mm -hmm. the internet has failed us with with uh not being able to translate geo shows i mean there are some like beautiful lyrics on this geo show album yeah um like I really love the line, everyone is different in the same way. That's the painful thing. That's yeah. like like dude. That is poetry. Yeah. What's the name? What's the name of the dude from American football? Uh Mike Kinsella. Mike Kinsella would kill somebody to write that line. Yeah, like that's like a would. that's like an American football. That's like basically <laughs> what American football have been trying to get at for like four albums. And yeah. like Yosha just nailed it in yeah. like one sentence um like that that's beautiful the lyrics i'm so glad that you you had the lyrics um for end of sorrow that was like a poem that was beautiful yeah oh god this i, I yeah i mean the the line if there's an end to sorrow i'll keep myself alive like i i think the like the the making it a question not there's an end to sorrow i'll keep myself alive but if there's an end like that if 
is so pivotal. And I just, it really makes me feel a lot for what that song and what this album is trying to do. Like, it's like, yeah. You know, and, and then with, with that, you know, print, you know, in parentheticals underneath the title, let's promise to be happy. It's like, cause, I'm, cause sometimes I felt like, you know, I did feel the somberness in this album, like not that, you know, we're not promising to be happy uh, because we must like in the instance of like, because we want to be happy. We're promising it out of obligation. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. think it's, there are moments where it didn't feel like, you know, let's probably be happy to despite the fact that I don't feel happy, you know? And like, that's like a hard place to be for anyone. I think it's, it's like, things are going to be hard and like, you're going to be sad. It's like, that's part of life. And so it's like, you have to just accept it. I think it's like accepting it into the circle, kind of like you accept those things into the circle. Like mm -hmm. you don't try and keep them out. Like, you just you bring them in yeah um but <clears throat> there are some good lines in, on on the bad bunny album there is and they're, they're there going are. for different things like they're going for different things like Joe is much more poetic figurative, mm -hmm. like higher concept and more of a serious more of a serious album like bad bunny's album is more of like the partier mm -hmm. um there are some sad Drakeisms. Uh, there's some great Drakeisms on here. Uh, <laughs> like if 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 I don't text you, you won't text me. Is like you yeah. put that in the t-shirt or something. I mean, that's a, it's like it's iconic. Like it's so good. Um, man, I don't know. It's hard to pick because I, I I think the the poetic gravity of what Yocho's putting out is there. But the thing is too, like. Uh, and it's it sounds not as poetic in English because we have to we lose some of it. Like, but like yes, when when Mar translates a lot to me, like, and just like knowing what little Spanish I know now, just listening to Bad Bunny, like it definitely has like the way he says some things, especially in Ojitos Sinos, In fact, like the poetic beauty of some of these lines, like, uh, like the chorus of like you know when you look at me with those pretty eyes, I'm fine. Like it sounds simple right. but that's like a huge like you know feeling of that's like the same kind of piece that yosha wants right so like a single look can take away all that burdens me like that's like pretty nuts i don't know and i think i think like you brought up the like the penultimate point here which is like so much gets lost in translation trying to convert like yeah. turn stuff into english and mm -hmm. like the sound it's it's all about like the way that it's said in that language and there are just like some really just it just sounds like yeah. you can feel the emotion. Like I can feel the emotions in Bad Bunny's album just by listening mm -hmm. to them. I don't know what it's saying. And I don't always feel that mm -hmm. from the geo show, just like the singing and the lyrics. Like I mostly get it from like the music. It's like the instrumentation. Um with Bad Bunny, mm -hmm. like I'm more like trained to the cadence of his voice as well as like the features on some on this album. Um yeah. so we'll 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 give that one to Bad Bunny. So, so, it's... you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with giving that a wash, you know, because like, I think that too, like for two English speakers who don't know the language, I think for us to be able to it's, it try is, to, it, is. Yeah. it seems, it seems heinous for us to say a certain, you know, affectation that we hear in a voice beats the actual meaning of it. Cause we just don't know. We just don't know. You know what I mean? We like, just don't know what it means. Yeah. yeah. And like, I like, feel like I'm shortchanging 
geo shit. Like I'm glad you said because I feel like I'm just shortchanging them because I I can't I because yeah because I'm sh- I'm sure if we had more tracks to work with too then because like we have we have 23 translated tracks of Bad Bunny like you know rough translations yeah. on Genius versus some YouTube to Google stuff you know so I mean I think that I think I trust Daijiro's ability to write some bangers in there too somewhere that we just haven't found you know yeah I'm I'm down to giving that one uh, a wash. Um, I think that's prop that that's probably for the best. <laughs> um, best video. Now this one. Oh man! Like the Joe Show videos are, they're 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 good videos. They're serviceable. I really enjoy watching them play. Like I mm-hmm. I watch all the videos they recorded. They don't really have that many videos for this. Like they have End of the Dawn. Um, mm-hmm. and they have uh, a video for All the Same. Yeah. Um, but the other videos they have are basically them just playing live, which I don't live. feel like is really a music video. Um, mm. You should watch them play live because it's, it's a treat um, yeah. to watch them. Uh, my favorite Geo Show video was all the same um, mm-hmm. video, which is like basically if like Disney did the Dune remake. Um, yeah, <laughs> like really bad vibe to it. It's like you're yeah. in a desert and like you're lost, but there's a greater sense of peace like there's a sense that you're going to get out of it and that you're not going to be stuck with um whatever that timothy chastain for like three and a half hours um and just watching him bumble around in the desert without jason momoa it seemed like there was a real peace in being lost too there which i feel like is kind of what the theme of the giotto album is right you know like there's a you know even in the discombobulation let's try to let's try to refocus recalibrate and hone in on the things that make us happy and the things that get us through these dark times um and there's like a good contrast between like this person like it's like like a girl who's like out in the desert like looking for something and like Giosho actually playing in the video which like they're in a house that's like all white and they're all wearing mm-hmm. all white and there's like a great sense of unity around them yeah also there are some really beautiful potted plants in this yeah. video i would like for Giosho to teach me how to grow house plants because yeah. i feel like i could definitely learn something from that <laughs> uh, my house plants do not look like the house plants in this video like at yeah. all the, yeah yeah they they the greenery here is stunning. it's um, it's it pops it pops off that that eggshell white it pops off it but oh yeah the bad bunny music videos are all popping um, yeah have you seen the never eat the one that came out like a month ago it's no, like the I one, it's basically you know those like old you know how john mayer did that one video uh love on the weekend where it's him like from a green screen like those old like you could like pay for a music video at like yep. malls he does that for never and like okay. it's it's incredible it's so fucking funny like uh i think that's my favorite i so i have not seen that one so i will have to watch it um i do want to watch like the 20 minute um Mm -hmm. i want to watch that um my favorite music video for him was uh me porto bonito it gave me some real (laughs) 2000s mtv trl vibe like i really like that about it 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 felt to me like p diddy made that video yeah like like gold standard video for me is bad boys uh for life mm. like he did it's just a great video it, it tells a story <laughs> and it's fucking absurd it makes like absolutely it makes sense and it makes absolutely no sense at the same exact mm. time and i feel like bad bunny really challenged that channeled that in the more may porto bonito video i also mm. love videos of rappers just driving around in nice neighborhoods rapping in their cars and and yeah uh, corleone does that in this oh yeah um, i like the fish scale lens yep um i like it, it 
I enjoy it. I enjoy everything about the video. Um, I like I like Bad Bunny's doing the like boy next door watering the plants thing. Yeah. So he, I mean, this guy's a star, um, yeah. and and he knows how to be a star. So mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna have to judge how they never read the video. Mm -hmm. um, the and for live performance, I so and Caitlin and I both commented on this. I've never heard an audience as loud as the audience in the Bronx that night watching Bad Bunny do TT Maypunto. And they did the same thing in Philly when he played those songs here. You could actually hear the crowd singing every single word. Yeah. And that is crazy. Yeah. Like in unison, like chanting. Marshall, I have live and I when I watched music videos of him, like I mean this man single-handedly sold out the united center like this is where the fucking bulls play and it's just one guy and he's got all of chicago in there just screaming like not it's not it's, and the thing is like you know i i would put all my savings down to say it's not just the singles it's every song he plays that night everyone's screaming everyone until they don't have a oh yeah for. yep like it's it's the whole night so he, I mean, again, guy's the biggest star in the world right now, and he deserves to be the biggest star in the world right now. Mm -hmm. um, he's had, like, his climb to get to where he is now is a lot harder than other artists, just because mm -hmm. he's trying to do it on his own terms, who just so happen to be not like the the just the normal um, terms here in the United States. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to tell you this: he did not nail the closing track to this album. Oh no! Um, mm -hmm. And Geo Show. Takes it. Really bring this thing full circle with Measure the Dawn and never forget. Like Measure mm -hmm. the Dawn is is a rocker. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's the only it is like the time when they let themselves get a little bit messy, and it's a nice like change of pace here at the end of the album. It's kind of surprising. Yeah. And I feel like it like it's an interesting tempo shift because like it's it's like the grand statement at the end where mm -hmm. I could see them trying to like go for a more kind of like placid feel to kind of like wind down the album, but it's not, that's not the way they went for it. They went like the ramp up way, which is like, this is, they're still like, it's more noisy and chaotic, like inside that circle because you've let all these other things into it. But that's mm -hmm. again, that flute line, like that mm -hmm. holds the song together. And like when I like, cause the riff is just like, it's a crunchy driving riff. It's like, -na 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 and then the flute says, right. It's kind of like, sounds like when Mario gets the, um, the raccoon hat. Yeah. Like it's got some of like raccoon hat vibe, which I like. Um, so I'm, I'm giving this one, uh, to Geo show. I just think that, Bad Bunny, like the sequencing at the end of the album, it just, it kind of like, it feels like he, he wrote past the end. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. With uh, Kaita. He had it. Augusto was, it was right there. It was right there in front of him. It was yeah. like, this is a great closing track, like thematically mm -hmm. for your album. Yeah. Just, and who knows, you know, maybe that was, maybe that wasn't his decision. Um, mm -hmm. So I believe that's all our categories. Um, as promised, um, this looked like it was going to be on paper that Joshua was going to have no chance here. And that is not what happened. Bad Bunny uh, squeaked it out, four to three. Um, with the tiebreaker, um, with the best uh, pop culture sync. I'm not really, I'm sure Bad Bunny, has, has Bad Bunny had any like sinks or is it too early for that? 
Like, I feel like he he might not be there yet. Uh, he's in he's in that new movie Bullet Train. This is this is that's fair. He did <laughs> he does fight Brad Pitt in a movie, and that's pretty cool. And I'm sure he's in like some commercials and stuff. I was wondering if any of the songs. Oh, the but they're probably like two. Uh, Kaya like, Ita is the, I think that's the theme song for he does a Modelo commercial, um, okay. which nice. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, I mean, in terms of culture sync, other than that, he's just probably the most played artist in any club in the, the country at this point. Well, he's the most played artist in the world right now. So, like, again, yeah. it's hard to like sync his music when his music is just like being still, played. yeah, yeah, just everywhere. So, Geosho has one sync that I found. Um, mm. All the same is the uh, end theme song for a Japanese anime series. Mm. And it, get ready because it's a long title. Um, it's called Banished from the Brave Man's Group. I decided to lead a slow life in the back country, which sounds fucking dope. And yeah. uh, I would totally check out that anime. Um, there's it looks like there are some episodes on YouTube. Um, so I might I might look mm. into that. Um, but that. That's it for this week's episode. Um, we went around the world in like two hours. Um, coming to you from Puerto Rico to Kyoto, Japan, to Chicago, Illinois, to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, it's been an episode four of Pop Punk and the Shot. One again this week. So that means that the Shot will get to pick the theme for next week's episode and he will also get to pick which side of the ring he wants to be on mm -hmm. do you have any ideas for what you want the next episode to be i mean i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna find any way to make it to something where i can use the new one year's album because it drops on friday okay it's okay. gonna hurt it's gonna hurt <laughs> new wonder years album um wow um i so in terms of planning your visit to Philadelphia, I was thinking about maybe planning it around the Wonder Years tour. Um, so that you can come back, see them in their stomping ground here. At the, I'm sure they're probably going to be back at the Fillmore. Um, I would love so to see you at the Fillmore again. We will see you in a month. We'll be mm -hmm. back in October. It'll be cold as shit, and we'll both be sad, um, which is perfect time for perfect, the new Perfect Wonder Years stuff. <laughs> <laughs>